Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, what better way to test my love than to lick it? Does it really taste as bad as they say? Let's find out. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. Trust me. I'm a federal agent. You're not FBI, you're not ATF, you work for the post office. Your motto is, surprisingly, we exist. Incorrect. Our motto is, nos custodimos quadlingus. We guard what you lick. That's worse. I'll always be there. This is the plastic pickle store. <laughs> I just want to thank you so much for thinking of me. Yeah, because these kids have been following me around everywhere. Yeah, and you know, the, the great thing is they're cheap, you know, <laughs> so it won't cost you much. And I just think it's real important to support young people getting a leg up in the business. We'd have to use a union crew. Yeah, then they're gone. And now, potatoes will end humanity as the prophecy foretold. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Tuesday morning, the 14th of August. Hey, kids. What's up? Woo! I was just thinking about as I was listening to that uh, Lisa Kudrow tape from uh, her very funny show, The Comeback, that we have had terrible luck getting uh, having friends, actors, on this show. Every yeah. friends actor we've had on this show has been awful. Are we still trying to get those? No, no, no. Okay. I'm just, it's just, I mean, for such an enormously uh, talented and popular cast. Right. I mean, uh... You know, we co-starred in that movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston. She couldn't have been more delightful. Sure. Kevin and Bean's uh, Rockstar, right? Was where we were in with, with... I mean, it wasn't called Bean? Kevin and Bean's Rock. It's just Rockstar. Really? That's not how I remember it. Mm. And she couldn't have been any nicer, but she would never come on the show. Right. But but we had uh, Lisa Kudrow on, and she was very difficult, very, like pulling teeth. We had Matthew Perry on. It was remember? worse. Matthew Perry, what was it? What was it? Refresh my memory. What was the deal with him? He was all about him, right? Why? Uh, uh, why should we watch this show? Because I'm in it, right? I think but, was one of the things, but, but not in a funny way. No, not in a funny way. No. And uh, and then David Schwimmer, he wrote my name wrong in the Starbucks cup when I went in the other day. <laughs> so that was a bad experience How as well. Dare you? He's going to be on Will and Grace. He's uh-huh. a reoccurring role. How dare you? Okay, so <laughs> so he's he got some work. Okay, yes, good. That's what I'm saying. Will and Grace is still a thing. How dare okay, you, I'm just sir? Asking. <laughs> just asking. Anyway, it's what just about weird. Joey Tribbiani? Um, I don't know that we've ever had. Uh, I don't think we've ever had Matt LeBlanc on. And by the way, huge fan of his extra. What's his show called? Extras episodes. 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 Yes, huge fan of that show. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> sure. Hey, they all blend together after sure. a while. <laughs> Um, and then who else? Who else was in the uh, was in the Friends? There's some somebody else we're missing. Uh, the monkey was that Marcel? Yeah, we didn't talk to Marcel. Didn't talk to the monkey. Okay. Yeah, wanted to probably more than any of the Courtney rest. Courtney Cox. Yes. Never had her on. Don't either. think so. Huh? Which is weird because you think like during the scream years and stuff we might have talked to her. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just feel like the friends, the friends cast didn't like us. Maybe you think they all got together and had a meeting mm. and just well, said, you know what? Let's rem- just blackball those guys. Remember, they were famous for sticking together. That's how they got that million dollars an episode. As they said, we're all holding out for the same contract. Right. Remember? So they probably in that same meeting they said, and by the way, f Kevin and Bean, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're all together on this, right? <laughs> yes. All right. No one's going on, and if you have to, be a dick. Be bad. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that either. Okay. Um, you guys order a lot of uh, books on uh, Amazon.com. You read about a book, and you go, oh, I got to read that. Click. Because it's so easy. I order a lot of stuff on Amazon.com because it's so easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not too. books, necessarily. Not books. Okay. Never a book. When I see a book... And I get all excited. I just I, I count the weeks until it finally comes out. And I just made this purchase available now on uh, Amazon is Pascagoula, the closest encounter, my story. This is the story of Calvin Parker. What? Sorry, go he ahead. He got abducted and probed did by he? aliens. Did yes, he, now? he did. Huh. Calvin Parker, who now lives in uh, Moss Point to Mississippi, along with his friend Charles Hickson, were abducted by aliens while fishing on the Pascagoula River. And Mr. Parker has now written a book that he hopes will set the record straight. Why now, would you buy that book? Because he got abducted he by a- How do you know? I just know. Who knows more? The guy who was there and got probed or you who's just now hearing about it? Me, who's, who's just now who, hearing about it. Who's done the research? Because no one's been probed by an alien. Wow. Not You're with not that with attitude. I'm not looking not forward to it, dude. It's not my goal. <laughs> All right. I will say I am concerned as to why everybody who is abducted by aliens has this exact same voice. Hmm. We were sitting there fishing and... Uh, I heard a noise and turned around and looked and seen some blue lights, some hazy blue lights. I mean, I don't know why okay, everyone wait. who's abducted has to be from Mississippi. All right, hold on. That's the guy that wrote the book that That's you the guy can't wait for? Oh. 40, 45 years ago. Now, look, hold on a sec. I'm not going to let you accent shame here. There are a lot of... You said... You accent shame. You no. said, I'm not sure why all abductors, people that get abducted sound like this. That's not me accent shame. What? That's me, that's me wondering why so many people from the South get abducted. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Why, is it never a, why is it never a Canadian, is what I'm asking. Mm. But I'm not saying he's automatically not credible or dumb because he has a Southern accent. That's out of his control. That's where he's raised. Right. He's dumb because he's dumb, not because he has a Southern now, accent. why do you automatically assume he's why dumb? Why would you buy a book written by him? He was abducted by he aliens, Kevin. No, no you, he wasn't. How do you know? You know for a fact he wasn't. You're just playing that side. I'm, God, you, this, is, this is crazy. Ye of little it? faith. <laughs> All right. Do you want to hear more from Mr. Parker or Yes, not? please. I heard a noise and turned around and looked and seen some blue lights, some hazy blue lights. And that's when, you know, the craft landed behind us. We still wasn't for sure what it was. Mm-hmm. But it landed and we turned around and the front of it opened up. And when it did, it was just like we were paralyzed there for... He couldn't move and I couldn't move. But there's three uh, robot-looking creatures that floated out. Now, you, how can you not be intrigued at this point? Mm. Mm. I don't like the attitude I am getting off of you guys right now. He doesn't seem like the type of guy who would be a solid source. I feel like he's probably not going to paint the story as vividly as I would want. In that kind of storytelling? Told, right. He already ah. called it a craft. The craft landed. The craft landed behind both of us. Is it in a spacecraft? Is yeah. it in a craft? Um, so we're shortening no, things both, now. Both on no. 
he um, he saw the uh, blue light reflected off the water. Originally, he thought it was law enforcement officers telling him that they had to leave the property where he was fishing because it was getting to be dark. Sure. And then he said the big light came out of the clouds. It was a, bl- a blinding I'm light. Sorry, it came said, out of the clouds? The clouds, right? Oh, clouds. Oh, he sa- I was he like, said I was in. It, <laughs> I thought he said clowns. He said it was around uh, 80 feet. It made very mm-hmm. little sound, just a hissing noise. Mm-hmm. And these, uh, he described in the uh, audio we just heard from the news, he described them as robots. In the book, he says they were three legless creatures floating from the craft. One had no neck with gray wrinkled skin. Hey, Peyton Manning. Another had a neck that appeared more feminine. He described their hands as being shaped like mittens or crab claws. Hmm. One of the creatures put one of the claws around his arm and he was terrified, but then another feeling came over his body. You heard him say on the tape that he felt like he was paralyzed. He said, I think they injected us with something to calm us down. Sure, like they do. It was kind of numb, so we just went along with the program. Right. Here's here's more. They didn't walk. They just kind of glided out of the craft. And come over, and two got a hold of uh, me, and one got a hold of Charlie, and they took us inside. They did an examination. Did they? So when they examined us, we was probably in there. I'm gonna say 45 minutes. I'm not real sure. I didn't have a watch or nothing at the time. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's also tough to keep track of time when you're being drugged by aliens. Sure, it's true. I mean, yeah. That's a good point. Very yeah. possible that time is hard to keep track of. It just feels different under anesthesia, under ET anesthesia. Right. Um, I'm hoping in the book there are more descriptions of the examination because I need... Is that all there was from him? Well, again, this is just a, a little blurb in the news. This isn't the book, you uh-huh. know. This is just him being interviewed. Being any his... any word from Charlie? Well, it's interesting you say that. Uh-huh. Uh, um, now, uh, Mr. Parker here did not want to go public with this. He wanted to keep it private. The guy he that wrote wanted... the book? The guy that wrote the book now (laughs) says because he's in ill health and he's near the end, he says it's time to clear the air and get it off his chest and tell the story. He feels like the world needs to know. But uh, Charles went on all the talk shows and everything like that. And uh, he he was doing it for all the wrong reasons. Exactly. He was. By the way, in case you're uh, curious, both men, um, when they called the police, they were they passed sobriety tests. They passed a polygraph polygraph test. They passed a voice stress tests. Uh, The police uh, said there was no reason to suspect that they were not telling their truth. A little bit more. They put us back out at the same place we were, facing the water, and I was froze, you know, in one spot. And originally, I didn't want to talk about it no more, so Charlie just said, you know, play like you passed out in there, and you won't have to say nothing too much. So that's what I did. I kind of went along with that. When it took off, it didn't make hardly any noise at all. You just heard like a zipping noise. It was zip, and that was it, and it was gone. And it shattered the windows in my car. I had a brand new 1973 Horner Rambler. So aliens take take these guys into a spacecraft, examine them, and mm-hmm. then leave in a spacecraft that no one's ever seen before. Right. It's maybe the one of the greatest events in the history of humanity. Mm-hmm. And you guys are just rolling your eyes. Why'd they vandalize his car? Right. Well, I don't think they did it on purpose. I just think it was the force of the of the. Spaceship. How do you know, man? Well, because he did Maybe they were like, watch this car window. Well, I, I mean, I, yes. guess, I guess it's possible Broken. they traveled all this distance to vandalize a car, but it seems sure. unlikely. It seems like it was more like a sonic boom or some sort of sound that broke right. the glass from taking off nearby. Uh, question. Yes. Did you order the book before you heard that interview or after? It's a oh, great after. question. After? No. You heard that first and then you said, I need that book? I need that book. No, sir. No, but Allie's suggesting that perhaps you ordered the book and then right. you heard the guy. And then which, you tried to cancel. Right, many, many times and they, they wouldn't let you. 
Was there anything in his account that seemed uncredible to you, except for the fact that you decided ahead of time that it couldn't be true? Except for the fact... No, I guess not. Because ahead of time, you were like, <laughs> instantly, guy got abducted by aliens. Right. No, that didn't happen. Right, because it pre- didn't. But I The thing about that is that it's right. I present to you a first-hand account of right. somebody that it did happen mm-hmm. to. Didn't have any idea how long it was. Again, your accent shaming... You're assuming he's lying just because he's from Mississippi, and I I won't have it. I was hypnotized. I won't have it. I couldn't move. I I want you in a grave. (laughs) That escalated quickly. (laughs) I will let you know, and I will be doing I will be doing readings for Mr. Parker's book. I can't wait when it arrives in a couple of days. Now I'm excited as well. Okay, good. Let's talk about today's Kevin Abito, shall we? Oh, that's a question. Uh, animal stories. Mm. Love those. How hard is it to steal a plane? We were talking about this yesterday after the show, and it just seems like you would think it would be difficult, but it doesn't seem to be all that difficult. Well, it wasn't for, for that dude. Right. Which is weird. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, words you always have problems with. Maybe you can't say them right. Maybe you can't spell them right. Comedian Brad Williams will join us today. Oh. Uh, remember we had the arm wrestler in here? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. I got some highlights of that event. Oh, Did yeah? Did he win? Uh, I'll let you know. Okay. Oh. I'll let you know. Because he was pretty mouthy. He was... Re- that sport is the most mouthy of all sports. Mm-hmm. A it's, lot of smack talking. It's awesome. <laughs> From two inches away. It's pretty sweet. Um, you were physically hurt by your friend. Hmm. And it was an accident, but that's how it works. I got well, a lot yeah. of those, but I wasn't hurt badly. Right. You know, BB gun, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Side of the head. You know. You know how it is. You're fishing with your friend, and the next thing you know, (laughs) there's a blue light. Uh, We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. J-Rock. Hey, uh, quick look at what's happening here on this Tuesday morning. You're a left-hander, correct, Bean? I am not. You are not. Oh, well, you made it seem like yesterday when you posted about left-handers day. That it affected well, you in a way that was very special. Not at all. I was oh. just celebrating the people who ha, whose life must be very difficult that to live in a world where almost everything is built for right-handers. I, I really feel for you. I really thought that you were a left-hander because you. it's like you took that upon yourself. You had some kind of empathy? I, yes. Okay. Which doesn't happen? Unlike I've ever seen before. <laughs> all right. Well, then this won't affect you, but I think it, it's a beautiful story from the people at Oreo. They're looking out for the left-handers of the world. In honor of yesterday's Left-Handers Day, the brand released a limited edition box of Oreo cookies designed specifically for those dealt the left-handed blow. The packaging has a flap on the right side of the pack rather than the left, making it easier for them to open. Really? I don't even think about stuff like that. Like, it's just easier to open packages as a right-hander? Because you're a better person because you're right-handed. Well, I don't think that's what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. But I I think the whole point of Left-Hander Day yesterday was to call attention to the fact that almost everything is designed to be easier for right-handed people because most people are. But is an Oreo one of those? Uh, I don't... I have no experience trying to open them as a... I mean... Go home today and start trying to open things with your guess, left hand, Kevin. You know and what? See how easy it is. Yeah, think about when you open the pack of Oreos, mm-hmm. you're lifting it up, sure. and that's with your right hand. Sure. So the left stays here, but this time, the left goes up. Right, but I'm saying, how hard is could that be? I mean, it's hard enough that also, they've got a special thing. 
You could turn around, but that's an extra step, Chip. No one has time for that. I don't think it's like the biggest issue in the world to have it be more difficult to open Oreos as a left dinner. But I think the point is that five minutes later, you then do something else that's a little bit more difficult. And then ten minutes right. after that, something else you run into that's made for right hand. So I be think. better. That's what we're saying. In, well, no, I'm not saying that's that. That's not what we're Did saying. Did you hear what Ali said yesterday? Is it that people used to get hit by the nuns for writing My with mom. their left hand? Yeah. yeah. They thought she had the devil in her. <laughs> probably did, but <laughs> I think not. I don't remember the details on this, but I think the word sinister has something to do with people being left-handed. Like that's where the word came from. Is it was a, it was a description of people who were left-handed? Really? Because yeah. they're of the devil. Exactly. That's what people thought. Interesting. Right? Because we hate people that are different in this world. You know that. Sure. Mm. What are we not going to eat anymore? Oreos. Okay. All we'll right. See what, right oh. there. Make it even worse. Okay. If you if you want the special pack, you just head to lefthandedoreo.com and fill out a form with your weirdo left hand. <laughs> Probably not going to be easy for you. If you don't like deep fried Ore- Oreos, you're un-American. Right? That's a good point. It's a great point. I'll have much more coming up, um, not really about left-handers, but something that will please Bean and also make him a little mad that he left the house. No. When he could have just stayed in. Oh. Yeah, that story coming up. But first, some birthdays for you. We've got Halle Berry, David Crosby, Magic Johnson. I heard a guy say that he's great. Yeah, that guy was a genius. (laughs) <laughs> Steve Martin, Marsha Gay Harden, Mila Kunis, Spencer Pratt. I mean, hello. Is he still on the list? He is. I'm going to cross him off. Um, but the most important birthday, our very own actor from Cucamonga Heat. Do you say actor? Director, actor, producer, writer. writer. Did it all. He did it all, man. He did it all. Take it back, Kevin. All right, let's listen to the clip. And then I'll decide whether I want to take it back or not. Yeah, Eric. Hey, what's up, man? It's Mr. Khan, dude. I need you to take care of some for me, man. Yeah, I got these guys. I want you to double cross for me. They did me some wrong in the past, so yeah, I'm gonna take care of them, dude. All right. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna send you to go make a fake drug deal. All right. I want you to take care of this for me, man. All right. Yeah, you'll get paid. You'll get paid plenty. All right. Just take care of this for me, dude. All right. Everything's gonna be okay. All right. Say hi to the family for me, okay? Yeah, man. Everything's going to go out smoothly, dude. Double cross. I mean... All right, man. I got to go. Later. He picked the music. Sure. He did the acting. I mean, there was no space for anyone else to say anything on the other end, but... but we didn't hear from Eric. However, <laughs> I would buy that dude's book over that other <laughs> E.T. loving Agreed. guy, right? Happy that birthday. Is, uh, DJ Omar Khan, right? DJ Omar Khan. Yay! Yes. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Right now, though, time for some animal stories. Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. Well, I'm sorry. Thanks, Omar. We're out of time now. Um, (laughs) I love doing stories of animals, wild animals, uh, killing tourists on safari, Kevin, because you have been there. Yeah. 
and you have seen how many there are and how people just thoughtlessly interact with them as if they're some sort of animatronic Disney animals. Yeah, and I don't understand that because I was frightened out of my mind. I would be yeah. too. It was insane. I just, I don't understand it. We do stories from time to time about, you know, uh, about tourists who see a moose and they walk up to it and like get right in its face to take a picture, not realizing that a moose can kill you. Well, this was uh, the Kenya Wildlife Service reporting that two tourists from Taiwan this past Saturday evening were attacked. One of them was attacked, the other one seriously injured when they were too close to a hippopotamus trying to take a photo. You see these hippos hanging around a lake and you go, I know what I'm going to do. It's like, I mean, they're killing machines. Selfie. Exactly. <laughs> They're one of the most dangerous animals on the planet. And do you think I'm wrong or do you think people just don't think stuff is real anymore? I mean, they see it on on TV and they, they realize, yeah, I don't know. There's something, there's a disconnect there between yes. maybe they think they're in a zoo where it's safe. Safe, to, right. I don't and know. It's, and it's kind of like, and we've talked about this before too, it's kind of like if you've ever been in a situation, you're out pumping gas or something and all of a sudden a, a gunfight breaks out across the street. So many people will just stand there and watch it because they're... They're used to seeing something like that on television. They don't realize, hey, these are real bullets. Yeah, I was sitting. In a, I was sitting in a car, and there was a shootout at a, at a gas station right next to me. And it did take me four or five seconds to realize, hey, bullets are flying <laughs> yeah, right. and could hit me. Well, yeah. hippos kill about five hundred people in Africa every year, and they can run as fast as humans for short distances when they decide that they want to. So, one dead, one injured by a hippo. You probably saw this story. I could have saved it for what's up with Florida. It came out of Seminole County. This is a uh, this is a police chase where they run the car into a pasture. And the driver jumps out of the car and tries to get away. Now, there's a helicopter up above with a big light shining on the pasture. And then there's an officer on the ground. They are communicating with each other Mm -hmm. via the radio. And the woman did not expect who and how she was going to get captured. Turning right on the Sipes, southbound uh, Sipes Avenue. Oh, signal four. Signal four, Sipes and Celery. Bail out. Okay, driver's bailing. Still got a passenger in the vehicle. South and east of you, um... Actually, the large group of cows is following her for a good visual. Uh, looks like they may attack her. <laughs> I'm going to alert. I'm going to give him a flashlight. You can tell me where to go from here. Keep going southeast. Uh, she's uh, pretty far into the field now. Um, if you see the large group of cows, they're, they're literally following her and uh, chasing her. All right, alert. we got her lit up. Why Why are cows chasing her? Because That's not a cow thing. She's a for a stranger, I guess, in their pasture. They're like, hey, what's up? We live here, lady. And this video is amazing. It's like an Africa wildlife video because it's a herd of, I don't know, it looks like it's about 40 cows. That's awesome. And they awesome. are just chasing her right up into the corner where she is arrested <laughs> on the other side. Pretty easy to see. There's just a bunch of she, cows chasing she, her. She would have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for those meddling cows. <laughs> All right, here's some great news out of Topeka, Kansas. Uh, this uh, poor family, the Nadu family there in Topeka, their house exploded three weeks oh, ago. Oh, man. I don't know if it was a, it was a gas uh, thing or what, or uh, there was a fire. I don't uh, have the details there. But they had two cats in the house. One of them was named Kunumitsu, and the other one was named Mr. Tibbs. Now, unfortunately, Mr. Tibbs has not been located. But three weeks after the fire, as the crews were in bringing out the the wreckage, clearing out the house so that they can start over, in a pipe 
they found Kunumitsu, who had been, a, I, I guess, stuck in the pipe. I don't know how a cat hmm. gets stuck in a pipe during an explosion, but she had apparently been in there for three weeks. She was very snug. Holy crap. Her fur was singed. Obviously, she had not eaten, yet she was alive. And they took her out, took her to the vet, and uh, they're doing blood work on her liver because she went so far without, uh, you know, so long without food. But she seems to be all in one piece. And the family just cannot even believe that she not only survived that blast, but stayed alive three weeks. It's kind of like when you see these earthquake stories around the world where uh, you're stunned that somebody is still alive under the wreckage when they're doing the recon weeks later. Can you imagine the stink eye that cat was giving their owners <laughs> after three weeks? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, finally, this is the best that I think they're... You know, I always talk about how people shouldn't be so afraid of spiders. People are also afraid of squirrels. German police have rescued a man after he called for help, saying a baby squirrel would not leave him alone. (laughs) He called the German equivalent of 911. He said, I'm being chased down the street by this squirrel. You've got to get the squirrel away from me. If that was happening, would you make a call? No. No. I'd be mortified. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I feel like there's a way. I feel like you're a human who can get into a car and drive or go into a building and leave him behind. I don't know what the deal is. Police say the unnamed man called them in desperation after being able to shake off the small rodent. They sent off a patrol car out to investigate. They still found the chase in full flow, it says here. But the drama ended suddenly when the baby squirrel, apparently exhausted by its exertions, lay down and abruptly fell asleep. What? I don't think he was that much of a danger. (laughs) Officials took pity on the animal, which had probably become separated from its mother. It was likely targeting the man because it was in search of a new home. Apparently it happens often that squirrels who have lost their moms look for a replacement, and they focus their efforts on one person. So so that... Squirrel wanted a home from that guy and was just chasing him. He was scared enough to call 911? Come on, adopt me. (laughs) I mean, it really is so sad. But anyway, they they took the squirrel to, you know, animal rescue, and he is going to be fine. There were a couple of other squirrels recently abandoned, too, so they're going to all live together and be happy ever after. But, I mean, it's such a sad story for what happened (laughs) to that squirrel. But I I hope his friends never let the guy forget that the day he called the police because of a four ounce animal. Agreed. And this has been Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. So uh, yesterday morning on the program, we were listening to those uh, air traffic control tapes with that young man that stole the plane from SeaTac mm-hmm. International Airport and ended up crashing about uh, 75 minutes later. And I know we sound like uh, dummies, but we don't really know anything about how to fly a plane. But it surprised us that a guy, even a guy who worked at the airport, had been around planes, was able to, A, get into a plane, B, start a plane, B, turn a plane around, C, fly a plane, D, do loop-de-loops in a plane before finally crashing the plane. It seems like, and in, in his explanation from the cockpit, remember, was, I don't need any help. I play a lot of video games. Yeah, I don't buy that because maybe you can take off and crash, but I don't know that you can do tricks. Yeah. By video games. And there was, and I know they're early in the investigation. They haven't told us everything they know, but there wasn't any indication that he had any flight simulation training or had ever taken a lesson as a pilot. So we thought, how difficult is it to steal a plane as a novice? And then we thought, hey, we know a guy who's not only a pilot, but is a guy who had his plane stolen by a guy who didn't know how to fly a plane. So yesterday, 
in the meeting after the show when we were having this conversation for a half an hour. <laughs> how is it possible that somebody that doesn't know how to fly could steal a plane? And you were saying, is there is there no key? <laughs> well, because I don't know. You didn't think I have a friend who has a plane who was stolen by somebody who didn't know how to fly? Yeah, it seems like this guy has all the stories. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> well, um, Bob touched me once, and it's uh, kind of it's ugly to it's okay. ugly to recall that. But I did think of him this morning. He was kind enough to agree to jump on the air with us. Uh, Bob Rivers, radio legend, by the way is also the guy we're talking about with all the flying experience. Hey, Bob, how are you? Welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Oh, Kevin, thank you. Uh, Kevin and Bean, thank you. Uh, well, what a thrill. It's beyond with both of you. Bean, you and I have spent some time knocking around the Pacific Northwest, and I've taken you flying. Yes, you have. You have. And thank God you didn't make me fly, because I'm telling you, when I was in the in the plane with you, it looks incredibly difficult. Like, there's about a thousand things you have to keep track of, and that's one of the things that's making us so confused about how this, this, uh, th- this man was able to do it from Seattle the other night. What were your thoughts when you saw the news break? Well, uh, a lot of what you guys just discussed, uh, because this was not a Cessna, this was not even a a simpler twin-engine plane, both stolen by Colton Harris Moore during his escapades. Uh, but this was a this was a passenger plane. I'd flown on these planes, perhaps this one, many times uh, in uh, in Alaska uh, Horizon. Could flight. I just could I just interrupt for one second? So so this size plane is much harder to steal than a smaller size plane. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just was wowed that he took such a big one. Okay. So uh, here, here's the deal. And, you know, there's this thing called the Internet. or uh, what? I, I refer to him as Professor Google. You can learn just about anything you want to learn just by wanting to learn it and going online. Uh, I did a quick search of the Dash 8 Q400 uh, startup procedure. I got an entire page of videos giving you the sequence and startup procedure. I downloaded the exact checklist that a, uh, a, you know, a dutiful pilot would go through item by item before taking off. And then there are many, many videos of playing off. So uh, take off. If you want to fly or create your own video game of something you want to do online, you know, I use it to learn how to grow pumpkins in my backyard. Some people might want to steal <laughs> steal a plane, a, a Dash 400. Um, Bob, what about, and that makes a lot of sense. We we know there's YouTube t- tutorials for everything. Yeah, and all the YouTube tutorial uh, people that put them up are nine or younger, and it's <laughs> <Yeah>. annoying. <laughs> yeah. but, but what about, I mean, again, dumb question. Kevin mocked me already, but you don't need a key or a password or a sequence of events that only knowledgeable in you know people who are authorized are able to use to start a plane? Sure. Okay, so when you guys get to that big Comcast, uh, complex broadcast console every morning you know right. people who come in and see the show go wow that thing has so many numbers and buttons and bells uh, how do you ever remember what they do you just sort of laugh because it's like a musical instrument to you uh gee where is the key on the radio stations board do they have one uh nope no <laughs> no it's available for everybody i think you guys should start planning uh no there is a key the key system in my cessna 182 was almost as uh, foolproof as maybe the key in my John Deere tractor. Anybody could get by it. Plus, uh, if you're, you take the key out of the plane so it doesn't accidentally start when you're working on it, most people keep a spare key here or there. Uh, yeah. it, takes, it takes just seconds to break into a small plane. 
I'm not sure about this plane, and and I'm happy that they haven't been telling me how easy it is to steal it. Okay, now let me ask you this. We're talking to Bob Rivers, who's a a lifelong pilot, and also, and we'll mention it uh, again in a couple of minutes, also a guy who had his plane stolen by somebody who didn't know how to fly. All right, so he knows how to start it. He knows how to turn it around, head for the runway. Um, Isn't taking off one of the most difficult things for a pilot to do? Taking off and landing are the two hardest parts. He He didn't land very well, but he took off fine. Yeah, so I, I would disagree with that, uh, but everyone's different. For me, taking off is literally a breeze. You have a fan, you have a breeze. Okay. You uh, hold it on the runway, and as you build up a certain amount of speed and some lift, uh, you pull back uh, on the oak and you fly. And and it's it's so intuitive once you learn it. Uh, and I think you can get pretty far with video games that the taking off part not a problem. What about okay. the tricks Landing. that he was doing? Yeah, what about the loop-to-loops? That's a mystery, I think, to all pilots right now. Yeah. Because I'm not even sure that that particular plane was qualified, i.e. tested to be able to do those things. So, uh, clearly this guy, uh, you know, was had some extensive hobby studying going on. Because he tried things, clearly thinking he had nothing to lose because he was taking his final flight, his do farewell you, flight. Do you think there's enough information on the Internet where he could have learned to do those tricks? Well, I, not in that particular plane. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but uh, if he's been at the airport, been an airport employee his whole life, he's seen the air shows, talked to pilots. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's a basic ability there i i, I would uh, freak out of course because I, I i consider landing the most important part of the flight <laughs> sure <laughs> right <laughs> bob um the one concern that he seemed to have and he was a little bit you know all over the map deciding whether to land or not but the one thing that seemed to worry him was how fast he was using fuel up there um mm. is that uh i mean what do you think happened? Do you think he ran out of fuel, or do you think he intentionally drove that plane into the ground, or do you think that it was just a loop-de-loop that went too low? What's your guess at this point? Hard to say, and until the NTSB tells us what he said and what he meant, I, I, wa- I was wondering if he was confused at to what, as to what gauges he was looking at, oh. uh, because he wasn't talking about uh, you know how much fuel in tank. He's talking about pounds of fuel. Uh, and I'm not familiar with the fuel gauges on that plane. Um, but who knows what state the fuel was in when he took it off, whether they yeah. only had an hour of fuel left. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, that plane may not. not have been prepped for takeoff, right? Oh, yeah. And and by the way, that to me is one of the most fascinating parts because as he turns the plane on and uh, and begins to taxi for takeoff, he's now in the system. The uh, tower uh, and ground control are trying to reach him like Major Tom, you know. And Major Tom, <laughs> you up there? And, 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 and he doesn't – he says a few things, but he basically just ignores them and they take off. And I, what I wonder is what was the moment of realization they had that this is not a scheduled flight? Yeah. And uh, I was also really impressed with the way that all of the air traffic controllers – spoke with him uh, because you have a guy who is testing them with terrible things that could happen yeah and they and they were sort of sweet talk they were like you know yeah yeah this is bad but and he was like is this going to put me to jail for life right everyone's going to hate me you guys are going to shoot me down 
and 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 they were like, "Hey, buddy, you know, we just want to help you get to a nice airport. There's great coffee at a Whitney. Coffee no, they were they were Whitney's fantastic. Yeah, they were absolutely amazing. All right, last question, Bob, because we're almost out of time, and that is the the young man uh, you mentioned his name, Colton Harris, the barefoot bandit. They've uh, you've heard a lot about him over the years. He, he stole a bunch of planes. I was trying to remember when I was telling the guys yesterday. Didn't he steal like four, five, six planes or something like that? And yours was one of them. Yeah, mine was the first, so I stopped counting after four or five. Um, <laughs> and he crashed, uh, pretty much crashed them all, if you consider an off-field landing or a landing that bends or damages the plane, a crash. Uh, but he knew enough from video games and training and a passion to want to fly uh, that he was able to, to do it. <laughs> and. Wow. uh and in the end, he, you know, went to prison. He's out. I believe he's on work release now. And, yeah, he was young, 17 years old. 17. Wow. Well, this was a tragic ending, certainly, to this, but it could have been so much worse. You know, we all feared terrorism in the initial minutes that he could have, you know, been crashing that into, a, you know, the football stadium or into Space Needle or whatever it was. But, uh, you know, thank God he was the only one that got taken down. But it was a crazy, crazy story. Bob, uh, I wish we had more time, but we don't. And we appreciate very much you sharing your insights on this story. And it's great to catch up with you. Nice to finally have you on the Kevin and Bean Show, my friend. Oh, Kevin and Bean, love you guys. Talk to you anytime. You bet. Bye-bye. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Brad Williams joins us now on the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. That is, yes. I, I am here and I, I, I feel like I was just uh, hashtag me too'd by Dave. Because mm. I walked into the office and the first thing he says to me and goes, he goes, Brad, I want to have a worm battle with you. <laughs> wow. And I don't know what that is. That's scary. I don't that's know. What, that's like, what he calls his. Does Dave think he can do that? <laughs> uh, apparently. I would love to see a battle with him doing that. So when when we're done here, when I'm done with the interview, Dave and I are going to have a worm battle. Okay. Uh, and, and, and Christine's going to film it. And then Can't I imagine wait. it's going to end up on Pornhub. I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah, I hope so. Are you, did, did you, is your hair combed? Yeah, my hair's combed. Straight back? Yeah. Is that a new development? That is because I have a wife and I don't get to make decisions anymore. She's, <laughs> hold on. Hold up. So are you going to call her now and ask her why? Hold up. Why are you making Brad She's put his hair back? She's making you comb your hair? She said that she likes me with my hair grown out. And because I, she's the only person I, I really have sex with on a regular basis, I would like to continue to have sex with her on a regular basis. Sure. So if it just means combing your hair, you're in. Then that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess, you know, paying for everything wasn't enough. <laughs> now I have to comb my hair, too.
By, by oh, the way, no, no, I just knocked out this mortgage. That didn't do anything? <laughs> Comb your hair. Comb your hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> the uh, the reason that uh, Brad is talking about the worm, by the way, is we had him on last week after he threw out the first pitch at the Angels game, and he did something you'll never see, you've never seen before, you'll never see again. Correct. The ceremonial <laughs> first pitch guy did the worm on the mound before he got up and threw essentially a strike, by the way. I'd like to point out, Kevin, he did oh, throw a strike. I yeah. Saw. And then, uh, you know, the, didn't, 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 didn't fall over. Didn't fall over. Now, the, the last time, Brad, the last time I remember that you were involved in some sort of a competition here at K-Rock on Video was when yeah. you and Catherwood did a push-up competition. Yeah. And you kicked his ass. That's right. And Mike Catherwood is one of the strongest, fittest, in-shape people I've ever <laughs> known in my life. And you destroyed him with push-ups. Well, you know, like, if, if you watch those uh, strongman competitions mm-hmm. and they have names like Hofsworth Jolson, mm-hmm. you know, from Iceland. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure I said that right. Uh, <laughs> like, th- those guys don't look like they look fat. Like, they, it's Correct. like, it's like fat muscle. It, right. It's weird. So it's not traditional like and that's how I'm built. Like a strong man. So you <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. That's what, what I'm trying to say okay. is I can pull a Tonka truck. Okay. That's what okay. I can do. Sweet. But what I would like to follow that up with is that Mike doesn't have to comb his hair. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Because he's pretty enough without holding his hair. Everyone will have sex with him, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of weird sports, did you watch, did you spend any time on the Ocho last week, Brad? Oh, I heard about that. No, so I, I was in Salt Lake City, Utah doing shows, and uh, they don't have, uh, how do you say, channels. <laughs> channels? <laughs> they, they no have, basic cable? No. Uh, oh, out there in Salt Lake City, they have, and welcome to Mormon Talk. And yeah. it's just a lot of like uh, shows about how to repair your bike. It was uh, it was amazing, and you talk about physical specimens. This I watched some of the sumo. Those guys have the biggest <laughs> boobs you've ever seen on television. I mean, I was vaguely uh, an a uncomfortable, b aroused by how much how much breasts there were on this show. You know what, Bean? Uh, a lot of people in the studio just made a oh my god, Bean just said something creepy. But yep. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. <laughs> Where it's like, why if if a if a woman with an A cup cannot show her boobs, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but these guys are allowed to show their I don't get that. There was Got a guy it. that was four hundred and sixty-one pounds and he had double D's easy. Double D's, yeah. Uh-huh. It was crazy. Maybe more. And then did TLC call him up and immediately give don't him know. a show afterward? <laughs> I don't know. Kind of saw him out of his house. <laughs> we uh, we were so fascinated with the chess boxing. Have you ever seen that, Brad? What the? Chess boxing. Chess boxing? Mm-hmm. What's yes. chess boxing? You uh, you box for yeah. a round for three minutes, and yeah. then they bring out the table, and you sit down, and the same two guys play chess for three minutes, and then the bell goes off, and they jump up and box again, and it goes wow. back and forth like that for like ten rounds. I would also be fascinated by that, because when you think boxers, you, you think, you think I, chess. I wonder how they are with chess. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did anyone sneak in a punch while they were playing chess? <laughs> That's my queen. <laughs> but, but the craziest thing is, uh, not to get too you know, back onto this topic, but the sure. craziest thing is, is you're you're hitting the guy in the face, yeah. and there's so much adrenaline going, and you're in the heat of the moment, and he is your opponent, and you want to destroy him. And then, the, and then the buzzer goes off, and you sit down, and you're just being this gentleman just right across the table from him. Oh, man. It it was so bizarre. I suggested they add a shot before and after (laughs) each one of those. Now, now here's what they should put on ESPN The Ocho. Okay. Uh, Because I have participated in the the Dwarf Olympics. 
the Dwarf Olympics. Oh, that's have, a thing? Uh, when I was a kid, I, I, I did it. And okay. yeah, and a, a lot of the athletes go on to then compete in the Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, the, it's the DAAA, Dwarf Athletic Association of America. And What uh, was your sport? What was uh, your... Uh, track and swimming. Track and swimming? Not at the same time. Not like, tra- not like a triathlon. Huh. And But here's the thing. Five dwarves should never race each other. Because it's not an athletic competition. The competition is who can stay up and not fall over laughing. Because dwarves running, I'm... it's hilarious. Same could be for swimming, <laughs> by the way. Well, yeah, because our arms are flapping like mad and we move two feet. You have to do the breaststroke. <laughs> Brad, in your uh, in your long career in show business, has yeah. anyone ever made the offer to you to do the, the, the midget bowling? Oh, yeah. Uh, they've done, yeah. I've been offered to do the midget bowling. I've been offered to do uh, midget tossing. Uh, I've, all that. And mm. until... Elon Musk backs up the Brinks truck. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're no a pass sir. on being thrown down a bowling alley. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a strong choice. Brad Williams is in studio. Our friend and comedian, BradWilliamsComedy.com on Twitter at Funny Brad. He is going to be doing another one of these K Rock No Limit Comedy Nights, which is coming up fast. Right? It's uh, is it this coming Tuesday? A yes, week from today. It's August 21st at the Hollywood Park Casino. And uh, holy crap, what what a lineup we got! Uh, Steve-O is going to be doing it. All right. He's in. Uh, we just had Steve-O on the other day, and the description that he is giving us of what he's doing in this new show sounds oh my amazing. God. He, uh, he He's our guest this week on the About Last Night podcast, and yeah, he told us that story as well and showed us some video that I could never unsee. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of that video. He's got a lot of that video. Uh, so yeah, he's on there. Uh, Sarah Tiana from April Love Fortunus her. is on there, so she's going to crush it fresh off uh, Roast Battle. Uh, Alon Alonzo Bowden. He Alonzo Bowden is this guy who's been headlining for years. So funny. Mm-hmm. And it, it boggles my mind when anyone says that they, they don't know who Alonzo Bowden is. He's on He's great. He's on a wait, wait, don't tell me a lot. And uh oh my god. He he's so funny. And then some local guys, Corey and Chad, are from the Inland Empire, mm. the Smash Brothers. They're twins, but they're not the Sklar Brothers, because the because the Sklar Brothers are, you know. Clean. Sure. Uh, these guys or can yeah. be dirty. Yeah. Corey and Chad, not so much. So uh, they are they are they are the they are the dirtiest twins that aren't actually doing porn. Brad is hosting K Rock's yeah. No Limit Comedy Night. So this is a K Rock sponsored event. It's this coming uh, Tuesday, mm-hmm. a week from today. Yep. At 8 p.m. at Hollywood Park uh, Casino Turf Club. We're going to give away some tickets right now at 1-800-520-1067. I think we have five pairs of tickets for some comedy. If you can make it next Tuesday, 1-800-520-1067. If you want to win those tickets, call us 2324. If you want to buy them, they're 30 bucks, and that includes your first drink, and they're available at playhpc.com. Playhpc.com. HPC.com. That's Hollywood Park Casino. Show is 21 and up if you want to buy those tickets. So uh, call now if you want to win them. Brad is our guest. We'll take a quick break. More with him right after this on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Kevin, how did this uh, this topic get back on our radar this week? Well, Dave isn't a good speller. Now, I know... (laughs) Great speller, by the way. Now, I know that it's... Why is it that when Dave... Whenever Dave says, I'm a great fill in the blank, right. you, know you know it's the exact you know it's opposite. The opposite. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not the guy who should be calling them out because sure. I make a lot of spelling mistakes. I've read your texts. However, <laughs> somehow, um, sometimes he does it from the Kevin and Bean account and yeah. it's 
He has a particular problem, especially with one word. So he'll say next week we have a bunch of great guests coming <laughs> on the show. Five people. Then list five people, and we'll go, Dave, it's multiple. If, you're, if <laughs> guest is one, guests... We have great guests. That sounds like you're having Christopher Guest on. He's done that many different times. <laughs> yeah. And, and I emailed about it. And he's like, oh, man, that's a, that's really a problem. I oh, can't. I don't know there's an ass at gas. He can't get it. Right? <laughs> I just don't know what it is. I don't know why that one word, that freaking S, I just can't ever play something to correct. Because sometimes I'll say guests, and it's one dude. Like, like with guests. Really? Yeah. It's with guests. Plural. Is this, and it's is just this like the, Brad. Is this <laughs> the only plural you have trouble with that you don't? Oh, good question. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's the only one. I, I, it's constant. It's Chip will send me a text. Yeah, it's no S. Or S. You know, like, it's, I just. But I emailed with you, and then I texted you, and then you didn't change it, which I thought was odd. So well, I took because, it down. Well, well, see, Kevin, you don't take it down because it already had retweets from everybody who was involved. Mm. So, so good job on that. Yeah, I took it down uh, because uh, it really is embarrassing. No, no one even notices it. Mm, wrong. They just mm. assume that Kevin wrote it. And that's, possible. that's true, <laughs> that's by the way. Fine. That's very that's possible. That's true. Well, the uh, the topic is there are words that you just, they're yeah. just roadblocks for you. There's some word that you can't say or spell. I guess it could be spell, too, right, in Dave's case. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about here at one 800 And I don't think there's a person alive who doesn't have some sort of a hiccup. There's just something, for whatever reason, they always say it Brad, as a comedian. Yes. You make your living using the English language. Yes. What is difficult for you? Def. All right, hold on. Def. Definitely. Definitely. I can't say that word. Really? I can't spell that word. If you held a gun to my wife's head and said, spell it or she dies, I'd be like, babe, it was a good run. <laughs> I'm definitely going to miss you. <laughs> Why are we holding a gun to her head and not yours? <laughs> yeah, you know, because I've got to... Never mind. <laughs> now, isn't that interesting? Now, I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked Steve. Is that the only one or are there other similar words that you have trouble with as well? That's the word that pops into my head. I can't say it i def, do you def, not def, attempt def, it do you stay away from it yes i will i'm go through a thesaurus and try to figure out other words any other words yeah <laughs> i i'm absolutely sure instead of <laughs> i'm defin, definitely <laughs> this is such a flashback for me. By the way, we're going to take your calls on this. If you've got words that you can't say or spell for some reason, you don't know why, 1-800-520-1067. When I hear Brad try to work through syllables by syllable to say the word definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. it recalls all the years, Kevin, that I could not say entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur yeah. was... He would work through it really slowly like you just did. <laughs> I, yeah, I, every time it would come up where I would have to say it, I would go, oh, yeah, this guy says he's an entrepreneur. <laughs> and then I actually, uh, I'm fine with it now he because... Conquered it. I conquered it. Because I sat down and I said, this is ridiculous. And I said it uh, 500 times in a row. <laughs> wow. Honestly, I just had to keep trying it to get to the point where those syllables made sense together. Entrepreneur, yeah. entrepreneur, entrepreneur. But th- th- you used to be able to, I mean, that, that hold the gun to your head. Kevin, you remember, I tried hard on the air many times oh, yeah. and was not able to it say it. fantastic. Now, now Allie, you've been busting me lately on a word Yeah. that I guess I'm uh, more unaware that I say I- I- incorrect. What is it? You say realistic. Instead of it's realistic, oh, yeah. say realistic. There's an realistic. A in there. Realistic. <laughs> so am say, I just talking too fast? Say it one fast more time, Bean. Realistic. 
That sounded like real estate istic. Am I just, am I slurring it? It's sort of like a yeah. Yeah, you're just saying realistic. Real. It's sort of like realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Realistic. Yeah. All right. and, and you also say Thanksgiving <laughs> instead of Thanksgiving. Well, that's, but that's. That's putting the emphasis on the wrong part. <laughs> the world is split on that. That's not an oh, incorrect. No, no, no. That is not an incorrect pronunciation. Half the people say Thanksgiving. The other half of the people say Thanksgiving. Those are that just depends on probably how, where you were raised. Oh, Bean, okay. Bean is same with all of my problems. Yeah, Bean, <laughs> Bean is very Trump-like with things like many people are saying. No, but I'm, but I'm serious because because to say Thanksgiving. I have seen articles about that about that exact topic. Do you say Thanksgiving or do you say Thanksgiving? I mean, it's pretty split on that. Interesting. Um, for for reals, um, the other uh, he the also o- says for reals he does, <laughs> but he does that on purpose. It's tough to tell if he's joking, right. but he does do that on purpose. And the other word, and then I'll I want to hear from you, Allie, what your word is. The other word that I I have to consciously be careful of, and I've had listeners yell at me about this before with you know tweets and emails and stuff. Is I always want to say Arctic instead of Arctic, and I don't oh, know where right. that came from. Wow, but. But it's Arctic. Yeah, now that you say that, I'm probably the same way. Yeah. You say Arctic sometimes, right? Ar- yeah, the uh, Arctic Circle. Right. Yeah, and mm. where does that come from? Where? Why do we say Arctic? No because idea. Arctic seems odd and difficult to say. Yeah, there's I just think. like a sea in there, and you're not. You're like that doesn't make that any sea sense. Shouldn't be in there. No, so you just I'm leave just it make out. an executive decision. When we had the Arctic monkeys in, sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Allie, how about you? My word. We've talked about this before, and I still won't say it. I add an L to it. It's amp. Amphitheater. Amphitheater. <laughs> Am- I'm sorry? It, it should be amphitheater because what? you're amplifying is what it should be. Amphitheater. But it's amph- amphitheater. She says amphitheater for some amph- reason. Am- no, I say amphitheater. I put an L in. So, oh. Yes, amphitheater. So, oh. in your Doesn't opinion. Doesn't that sound right? No. Oh. No. So, I did, I did my April Foolishness set, mm-hmm. my very first one, at the Gibson Amphitheater. Where? <laughs> at the <laughs> no, you tell us, Allie. At the amp amphitheater. How come you can't say amphitheater? Amphitheater. I mean, there, at least there's a sound in there, but amp- it's not an L. Amp- Amphitheater. <laughs> well, that is so Close crazy. Enough. I hate it. I hate that word so much. You guys need hypnotherapy. I no. did something. I did find a report out of Colorado where a college had a misspelling on their diplomas for six. Years. Wow. Nice. Listen to this. Imagine getting your college diploma only to find it misspelled. Apparently, that is exactly <laughs> what's been happening at Colorado Mesa University the past six years. Only now has been brought to the school's attention. Our coverage of Colorado takes us over to Grand Junction. Recent Mesa grad Alec Williams finally noticed the mistake. Take a look. Instead of Board of Trustees, Board of Trustees, and then the guy signs above it. Yeah. Did, did That they... says Cord. The Grand oh. Junction Daily Sentinel reports the school is offering to reprint the diplomas, and since the mistake has been going on since 2012, means there could be more than 9,000 reprints. But wait a minute. That's, that just a, awesome? that's just a typo. That's not somebody who didn't know how to spell a word. That's a typo. But the fact that nobody six caught years, it. And it's the diploma yeah. that yeah. says you learned information at our school. And while still being horrible, if it had been like B-O-R-E-D, Board of mm-hmm. Trustees, sure. then I would have been like, okay. like that I, makes sense. I, I kind of get that because you read it as board and it makes sense to you. But Court of Trustees? Yeah. By the way, great band name. 
That's not bad. That is All bad. right. Let's take one call before the break, and let's make it Monique, line five, please, Los Angeles. We're looking for the word that, for whatever reason, you can't say it or spell it. And you've tried, but you always get it wrong. Monique, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling the Kevin Abit Show. What's your word? Thank you. First-time caller, long-time listener. Thank I you love very much. You guys. Thank you. That's awesome. My word is, I have to break it down, mm-hmm. strategically. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> and when you're just when you're not thinking about it, and you don't slow down. How does it come out? How do you usually say it? Just all sorts of effed up. I'm not even going <laughs> to. I'm, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to attempt it because all right. my husband always my husband always has to correct it anyway. So I just try my best not to even use it. Even when sure. I have to type it, I even just think of other words to type that might exactly mean, like, 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 like yeah. Brad. You completely yeah. avoid that word. That's yeah. very funny. So yeah. you must have loved the Will Ferrell George W. Bush sketch when he said strategery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, there you go. That's probably what threw her off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. But, but how often is she using this word? Well, uh, never. never. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, I think I use it quite a bit because I seem to think faster. I seem to talk faster than my mind thinks. Ah. So, that's Kevin's excuse. Welcome know. to my house. Yeah, that's my Kevin's excuse. excuse. Uh, Monique, thank you for finally picking up the phone and giving us a call. It's very good to hear from you. We appreciate it. All right, 1-800-520-1067. What is your word? We're taking your calls next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Funny man Brad Williams is here as well. Right. Taking your phone calls about uh, you have a particular problem with words, a single word, most of us. <laughs> I just Here. love that you do that intro, Kevin. We're taking phone calls from you losers out there that have <laughs> problems talking. Losers. Uh, losers, please. <laughs> you don't mind. We're talking about spelling. Yeah. On uh, Twitter, Dirty Dutch Junkie writes in, says, every time my hubby says the word tsunami, he says, Tusami. <laughs> just <laughs> can't say it. Alex writes in, I can't believe Bean didn't mention the word that he says wrong at the end of every week. It's pronounced Friday. Oh, that's funny. Mm, See? That is true. Friday. Well, he's wrong about that. All right. Let's get some calls on. Let's start with Chrissy Anaheim. Up first, line one on the Kevin to meet you. Everybody else, please hang on. We'll get to you. Uh, Chrissy, line one. There you go. What's going on, my dear? Thank you for calling. Hi. It's my mom. She has a few words she can't pronounce properly. Okay. But the the two that are really funny is uh, Vietnamese and Buena Park. What does she say instead of Wayne Park? <laughs> she says Buna. <laughs> Buna, Park. Buna Park. I love okay. it. Buna so Park any, sounds any, like my babysitter back Latino, in the day. Any Latino names are out of it because she can't pronounce any of them. And then <laughs> Vietnamese, she says Vietnamese. 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 Oh, what's wrong with your mom? I know. I, I think you got to put her down. I'm sorry, Chrissy. No, let her live. Oh no, let she's going live, to the home. <laughs> Too far gone. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Let's go. Uh, let's stay in Anaheim. Line two. This is going to be Chris. We met Chrissy. Now let's meet Chris. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. So I can't uh, spell occasionally. Can't spell occasionally. How do you screw so it up? Sometimes. Sometimes there's two C's, sometimes there's two S's. I'm, I'm with sometimes you on that there's one. there's two L's. I'm with you on that one, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. That's a difficult yeah, one. That, that, that word has too much going on. I think that's allowed. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. Dominic is in Mission Viejo, line three, up next on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Dominic. Hi. Hi. What's so the, what's I the have issues with the word crown. Crown? I, crown, like, like the Netflix show? Color. Like the thing you color with, but I always say crown, like the thing you wear on your head. Oh, you say crayon is crown. 
Oh, he's trying to say crayon? Yes, I have a friend that does Crayon? Who well. says crayon? What? How did you... You don't say crayon? He, no, he just said crayon. Crayon? C-R-A-N. Crayon? <laughs> that's what, he's, that's what Brad room. said. He was like, oh, you say crayon? No. Oh, wait, it's not crayon? No, it's crayon. It's crayon or crown. <laughs> we, just, we just discovered one for me. That's wait, Dominic, say it again. Crown. <laughs> That's so All right, now weird. now say it the way you know it needs to be pronounced. Crayon. <laughs> it it, I'm even trying, I can't do it. We're not laughing at you, Dominic. Crayon. No, no, no. That's how yeah. it's said? Yes, it's crayon. Crayon. I, it's crayon. I, I've been saying that wrong for years. <laughs> I, that's okay. what I was just making fun of you for. I, I, yeah, I, right. I say it like it's an ocean spray drink. <laughs> Thank you, Dominic. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, we're not making fun of anybody because we all have these words. Let's go to Yvette Burbank. Up next, line four on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Yvette. Hi. Um, so it's not a word that I can't really, like, spell, but it's a word that I mispronounce. I say salmon. Oh, instead of salmon? Yeah. And, um, I mean, there is an L there. A lot of sushi, so uh, it's uh, kind of an issue. Now, when now when you order that, do people think you're being pretentious? Like, oh, salmon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. No one. I mean, just my friends always make fun of me for it, and they also say that I say "rightaid" really weird. But you I say don't what? Really what? Rightaid. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> rightaid. You don't say just rightaid. No, no, it's rightaid. Right aid? No, right aid. Emphasis on the right. Right aid. No. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I love you. Thank, thank you very much for that. Um, what's the What's the word we always used to make fun of uh, Dave, Kevin, who that has oh, a T in it? And that has a T in it? Like, uh, like I don't bu- know. Like bottle and button. Does he do that? Oh, um, I have friends uh, in Utah that say, oh, I just adopted such a cute kitten. And I'd say, oh, but you live in the mountains. How are you going to take care of it? Like, it makes no sense. He used to mock me for button and woof. <laughs> and we yeah. should. Yeah, Dave can't say the word wolf. He That's says right. woof. No. He does. He says woof. Woof. Every single time. There's an oh. L and a V in And there. we've corrected him a hundred times and he just doesn't care. Yeah. But I think that's what the point of all of these are. So they, every single person we've talked to knows how it is supposed to be pronounced, but there's just some sort of blockage in their brain that they can't stop it. Unless it's me and crayon. Right. Yeah. right. All right. Let's <laughs> squeeze in a couple more. Let's go to line six, please. In Van Nuys, we're going to say hi to Sean. He's got a good one. Hey, Sean. Hey, so mine is axe. Oh, ask a, ask a question? All right, Sean, are you a black dude? Yes. All right, so you've, totally grown, <laughs> you've grown up with axe your whole life. You've heard it from elders your whole life. I don't know how it got started, but it's completely understandable. You've probably heard the word axe more than you've heard the word ask in your whole life. Well, I'm from Mississippi, and this is how we say it down there. Yeah, agree. Yeah, but... Do you, but you know it's ask, right? You just you just you you can't help what? yourself. I yeah, I'm I'm trying to say ask. I didn't really realize I'm doing it. That it's like it's my kill to kill. So I I had one person what? even call me out on it. It was like this really nice Caucasian lady, and she was like, "Are you trying to say ask?" And then that kind of made me feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> I am just really mm-hmm. surprised when you see people, high-profile people, people in the government, you know, famous uh, athletes or actors, and they just stick with acts. They stick with it because I think you're right. I think they go, that's how we pronounce it. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to allow I, it. Thank you very I much. I think you get a pass, Sean. It's I do, too. Right. Thank you. All right. Let's do one more. Let's make it, uh, how about Rochelle Sundlin, line eight, please. Hey, Rochelle. Hey, I say the word frenzel. 
instead of pretzel. Pretzel? You put an N in there? <laughs> I do. It's weird. I've grown up with it my whole life, and no one corrected me until I was like 20 years old. No one cares about you. That's so sad. I know. <laughs> Never go to Germany for Oktoberfest. They will hate you. And you do not want Germans hating you. <laughs> I wonder where that even started, though. Yeah, because I have that's. I no idea, but I got corrected so late in life that I just. It's just. It is what it is now. So that's very <laughs> so funny. Sticking Wait. with Prinzel. So, right. so when you go to the mall and you go to that pretzel shop, Wetzel's Pretzels, do you, do you say it like that? I do, and I used to sell pretzels because I worked at a smoothie like, shop. Oh, so no. it's, it's totally screwed. It's totally oh, no. <laughs> By the way, Brad, you misspoke. It's Wenzel's pretzels. <laughs> right. Is it? Wenzel's no, pretzels. it's not. Oh, no. geez, you're scared me now. putting an N in both words. Oh, oh my all right. God. <laughs> Rochelle, you are awesome. Brad, you are awesome. We will see you next Tuesday night. Once again, the details, August 21st, 8 p.m. at the Hollywood Park Casino Turf Club. This is what, the... Th- Third time yeah. you've done the comedy, Kara comedy show? Third third show uh, out there in Inglewood. And if you're out in the Inland Empire and you want to see me, I'm at the Ontario Improv next week, for, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, four chances to see me do some stand-up comedy. All right. And the night of the K-Rock No Limit Comedy Night on the 21st next Tuesday is Brad hosting Alonzo Bowden, Sarah Tiana, the Smash Brothers, and Steve-O. Tickets available right now at Play hpc.com 21 and up your $30 ticket includes your first string so it's a pretty good deal Brad we love you man thanks for stopping by thanks guys this is the Kevin and Bean show K-Rock first though Allie's here with what's happening on a Tuesday morning can I just take a a second and do a a little shout out to all the moms and dads right now that may be sitting in their car sobbing why are they sobbing because today is the first day of school oh sure first day of LAUSD back to school after the long summer Maybe you're sobbing because you're so happy that you finally have, you know, your day back. <laughs> you made it. Or you just dropped your kid off for the first time ever, like one of my friends is doing today. And I can guarantee she's a mess. So if sure. if you drive past someone that's pulled over and they're just sobbing, just know. Honk. Honk right? and, Get say, out of the way. and say, <laughs> kids are assholes. Kids are stupid. Yeah, say something like that. It'll cheer them up. But just, just know that we care. We care about you. It's a tough day. Kevin, when you dropped your kids off the first day. It was tough, of course. Yeah, right? Although I was never really home in the morning because I had this job. Right. But it was in the afternoon and mm-hmm. evening that, you know, they would have after school stuff or something like that. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. You're going to spend as much time with them as you can. It's true. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bean, what about you? Those kids you never wanted. Would you be sad today if you had them? I would move while they were at school for their first day. <laughs> they would never find my house again. Oh, it's like one of those dad went went out for milk or cigarettes, but yeah, you would never actually came back. you would leave. You would I would leave. leave. Okay, that's like real I always sad. say. Screw the kids. All right, I'm I'm just saying. We feel you. We feel you, parents sitting in your car crying. Bean, how bummed are you that you actually left your home to see the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary? Why I'm not not bummed at all because I had a fantastic time. I enjoyed it very much. Well, it was a surprise hit in theaters. It made $14 million, which is kind of unheard of. Wow. And documentaries are kind of having this resurgence this summer, it feels like, between this and then the um, Mr. Rogers documentary. But the documentary about RBG is set to air on CNN next month. Hmm. That's just four months after its theatrical release. That's great. I mean, you could have you could have stayed home and watched it. Could have waited this one out. 
Yeah. I could have. I'm glad I saw it when I did, though, because it gave me more time to enjoy it. And, and by the way, RBG on the big screen. You need right? that, right? It's like the- Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't see no, that on not. a television screen. <laughs> and by the way, the Mr. Rogers documentary that's so wonderful, yes. as I understand it, is going to be available uh, on demand um, next month. So that one's had a, had a pretty quick turnaround time as well. And that also made a lot of money this summer. Awesome. Yeah. See, he digs it. This is uh, my nightmare, and Kevin will agree with this as well. But what about a job? Here's the thing with this job. You have to do something awful, but... You are going to get a living wage, a car, a house, all your bills paid, and a terrace overlooking the Aegean Sea with a short walk from a beautiful beach on a Greek island. Like, everything about that this sounds, sounds amazing. perfect. What's the job? What if I told you that your job is to care for up to 70 cats on this oh, island? Oh, It's no. an island of cats. Nope. <laughs> It amounts to about four hours of work a day, but nearly 1,000 people from the UK have already applied for the job, posted by the Greek cat sanctuary owner, Joan Bowell. She's got five volunteers now to narrow down the over 3,000 applications to a pool of about 50 to 100. Bean, you'd be so into that. It sounds good, but I don't understand how it can take four hours a day to do whatever needs to be done. It doesn't take that much that much time to feed or clean up after cats. Uh, there are uh, there are seventy of them. Mm-hmm. You got you got a lot of cleaning to do. Probably a lot of brushing. Probably a lot of like escaping for your life because cats kill you. <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? I'm wondering if there's, like, veterinary care involved and things, or if you're responsible for just everything. You know what I mean? Like, are you the guy out there who has to be doing the neutering and spaying, for instance? Are you the guy who has to be not? I would hope not. I feel like that's a whole other professionals for those. Doctors for that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, maybe maybe you're expressing glands. Nope. Nope. I think that does sound like a fun job. I mean, I wish there were more cats. It's but a nightmare. You wish there were more cats. Seventy's <laughs> not enough, but... Oh, that is a problem. <sighs> Some birthdays for you. We've got Steve Martin, Magic Johnson, David Crosby, Halle Berry, Marsha Gay Harden, Mila Kunis. And in the 5 a.m. hour, we found out about DJ Omar Khan's acting ability. Last hour, we heard him sing. Mm-hmm. And my God, is he a songbird. Little known fact, hell of an interviewer. Um, speaking of guitar, um, you know, you had, you know, one of your, uh, one of your, uh, your, your uh, biggest hits that we play on K-Rock, um, the name escapes me. What's it, what's it like? Sorry. Um, yeah, what it's like. What, yeah. It, yeah, what it's like. DJ Omar Khan with a great Everlast right there. DJ Omar Khan, happy birthday. <laughs> and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Uh, we had uh, No Limits Darren Lorette in the studio a little bit earlier on. Um, and he's from the World Arm Wrestling League Supermatch. He's not just from there. He's the champion. He is the there. champion. That's He's correct. He's the best. And what a nice guy, too, by the way. So we had him in to talk about that. I think we were inspired by the Ocho to talk <laughs> about something so nonsensical as an arm, sense, uh, arm uh, wrestling league. But I have highlights of what went on in the event that we were promoting. I'm excited. Now, first of all, you have to have an excited announcer. Now, yeah. this guy says this two times in a row exactly like this. I did not edit it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the evening. So they're getting hyped. You yeah. can tell they're getting hyped. Yeah. I don't know exactly why this happens, but he's introducing No Limits Devin Larratt and... While the announcer is introducing him, Devin is smack-talking his opponent. Oh. He's talking at the same level as the announcer. (laughs) You can hear him. Well, he wants to get under his skin fast, man. (laughs) He was the 2015, 2016, and 2017 WAL Heavyweight Champion and one of only four people to have won the WAL Hammer. Yeah. With you, an amazing record you won't even of 31 wins. Can you hear him? He won't even look at me. <laughs> and only like three losses. He is considered what one of the happened? greatest arm wrestlers of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> no limits, Devin Lariat. Oh, yeah. This I is wow. I love this announcer. Awesome, right? This guy's getting the buffers job when those guys retire. <laughs> Is there a buffer job? No, the buffer. Oh, you know, the buffer. The, the, I got the two you. guys. Yeah. Um, so here is um, exactly after Darren destroys him once. It's a best of five arm wrestling championship. Wow. That was vicious. That was brutal. What I just saw. Devin played with him and made him look like an amateur, even though Matt's one of the best in the world. And now Matt's at him as element. It's a layup, man. It's a layup. Just talking smack the whole time. He's yelling right at him. What's up, strong man? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, you have to picture them arm wrestling. They try to keep their elbows as close to their body as possible. So their faces are an inch and a half away yeah, from each other. And he's what? yelling at the top of his lungs oh. at this guy. <laughs> it's one of the weirdest things in the world. So Matt comes back and wins the second one. And the oh. announcers are very, very happy that it's on now. Close your hands. Go. Oh, Matt. Can't get in the zone. He has Devin. He has it. He's close. That's better. That's better. Yes. That might be a That's a pin. That's a pin. Matt Mask is here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on, Ben. It's, it's lit now. Yes. Yes. This is what I wanted so badly. This is what I wanted badly. What's happening? Is, it, is that what you wanted badly? Take it easy, announcers. Do you guys hear... The crowd. Yes, they're going they're crazy. They're going insane. This is game seven of the NBA finals in there. And this was up at the Novo, right? Yes. yes. Oh, my yes. God. That's so good. Now, this wouldn't be as good without a referee that looks like he's from one of those smoking commercials where he's got a hole in his neck. Oh, no. <laughs> he has to talk out of it. Oh, no. <laughs> this is what he sounds like. Here we go, gentlemen. Square shoulders, straight wrist. Want to see a thumb knuckle. Open up. I want to line this up. 
Oh, the poor guy. He's not cutting through like the others. (laughs) All right, so now it's two to one. Devin is ahead. Chewy on Kevin's face. (laughs) I mean, what do you think about when you listen to that referee? Come on now. Here we go, gentlemen. Square shoulders, straight wrist. Want to see a thumb knuckle. Open up. I want to line this up. He kind of sounds like the old guy in Rocky. He sort of does, yes. Who's lived a much harder life. All right. So now uh, Devin has is leading two to one. Okay. And if he wins once more, he's the champ That's again. That's it. Okay. Now listen to him yelling, what you got? What you got? That's it? This is nothing. He's just yelling right at the guy who, again, is an inch and a half from his face. Close your hands. Go. They're trying to win it. Now he's talking to the crowd <laughs> while arm wrestling. He's yelling at the crowd and smack talking. Wow. What you Devin got? thinks it's over. Wow. This is absolutely impressing me. This is absurd. I'm way, way, way too strong. He's yelling at his face. This is the weirdest thing ever. (laughs) Way too strong, Devin said. Yeah, he is. Way too strong. This is so impressive. Devin Larratt wins it three to one. And again defeats Matt Mass. That <laughs> guy's so bummed. <laughs> he wanted well, more. Well, when we had the champ in here, I mean, you could tell he was uh, just as good with his mouth as he was with his hands. Yes, agreed. Ew. Which is how I'd like to be Ooh. known, by the way. <laughs> 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 Holy crap. That's the worst Let's thing I've ever go. heard. It's Kevin and B. Rock Caracule. You guys order a lot of uh, books on uh, Amazon.com? You read about a book and you go, oh, I got to read that. Click. Because it's so easy. I ordered a lot of stuff on Amazon.com because it's so easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. me Not too. books, necessarily. Not books. Never okay. a book. When I see a book and I get all excited, I just I, I count the weeks until it finally comes out. And I just made this purchase, available now on uh, Amazon, is Pascagoula, The Closest Encounter, My Story. This is the story of Calvin Parker. What? Sorry, go he ahead. He got abducted and probed Did by he? aliens. Did yes, he, now? he did. Huh. Calvin Parker, who now lives in uh, Moss Point, Mississippi, along with his friend Charles Hickson, were abducted by aliens while fishing on the Pascagoula River. And Mr. Parker has now written a book that he hopes will set the record straight. Why now, would you buy that book? Because he got abducted <laughs> he didn't. by a- How do you know? I just know. Who knows more, the guy who was there and got probed, or you who's just now hearing about it? Me, who's, who's been, just now hearing about it. Who's done the research? Because no one's been probed by an alien. Wow. Not You're with not that with attitude. Me, I'm not looking not forward to it, It's not my goal. <laughs> All right. I will say I am concerned as to why everybody who is abducted by aliens has this exact same voice. We were sitting there fishing, and uh, I heard a noise and turned around and looked and seen some blue lights, some hazy blue lights. I mean, I don't know why okay, everyone wait. who's abducted has to be from Mississippi. All right, hold on. That's the guy that wrote the book that That's you the guy can't wait the for? Forty. 45 years ago. Now, look, hold on a sec. I'm not going to let you accent shame here. There are a lot of... You said... You accent shame. You no. said, I'm not sure why all abductors, people that get abducted sound like this. That's not me accent shame. What? That's me, that's me wondering why so many people from the South get abducted. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Why, is it never a, why is it never a Canadian is what I'm asking. Mm. 
but I'm not saying he's automatically not credible or dumb because he has a southern accent. That's out of his control. That's where he's raised. Those right. Are... He's dumb because he's dumb, not because he has a southern now, accent. Why do you automatically assume he's why dumb? Why would you buy a book written by him? He was abducted by he aliens, Kevin. Though. You How know do you... he wasn't. How do you know? You know for a fact he wasn't. You're just playing that side. I'm... God, you... this, is... this is crazy. Ye of little <laughs> faith. All right. Do you want to hear more from Mr. Parker? Or yes, not? please. I heard a noise and turned around and looked and seen some blue lights, some hazy blue lights. And that's when, you know, the craft landed behind us. We still wasn't for sure what it was. Mm -hmm. But it landed and we turned around and the front of it opened up. And when it did, it was just like we were paralyzed there for... He couldn't move and I couldn't move. But there's three uh, robot-looking creatures that floated out. Now, you, how are you not be intrigued at this point? Mm. Mm. I don't like the attitude I am getting off of you guys right now. He doesn't seem like the type of guy who would be a solid source. I feel like he's probably not going to paint the story as vividly as I would want. In that kind of storytelling? Told, right. He already <sighs> called it a craft. The craft landed the craft behind landed us. behind both of us. Is it in a spacecraft? Is yeah. it in a craft? Um, so we're shortening no, things both, now? No, both on He um, He saw the uh, blue light reflected off the water. Originally, he thought it was law enforcement officers telling him that they had to leave the property where he was fishing because it was getting to be dark. Sure. And then he said the big light came out of the clouds. It was a, bli- a blinding I'm light. Sorry, it came said, out of the clouds? The clouds, right? Oh, clouds. Oh, he sa- I was he like, said, I was in. I thought he said clowns. He said it was around uh, 80 feet. It made very mm-hmm. little sound, just a hissing noise. Mm-hmm. And these, uh, he described in the uh, audio we just heard from the news, he described them as robots. In the book, he says they were three legless creatures floating from the craft. One had no neck with gray wrinkled skin. Hey, Peyton Manning. Another had a neck that appeared more feminine. He described their hands as being shaped like mittens or crab claws. Hmm. One of the creatures put one of the claws around his arm, and he was terrified, but then another feeling came over his body. You heard him say on the tape that he felt like he was paralyzed. He said, I think they injected us with something to calm us sure. down. Sure, yeah. Like they do. It was kind of numb, so we just went along with the program. Right. Here's, here's more. They didn't walk. They just kind of glided out of the craft and come over, and two got a hold of uh, me, and one got a hold of Charlie, and they took us inside. Mm-hmm. They did an examination. Did they? So when they examined us, we was probably in there. I'm going to say 45 minutes. I'm not real sure. I didn't have a watch or nothing at the time. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's also tough to keep track of time when you're being drugged by aliens. Sure. That's true. I mean, that's a good point. Very yeah. possible that time is hard to keep track of. It just feels different under anesthesia, under ET anesthesia. Right. Um, I'm hoping in the book there are more descriptions of the examination. Because I need... Is that all there was from him? Well, again, this is just a a little blurb in the news. This isn't the book, you Uh know. This is just him being interviewed. Being any any word from Charlie? Well, it's interesting you say that. Uh Uh, um, Now, uh, Mr. Parker here did not want to go public with this. He wanted to keep it private. The guy that wrote the book? The guy that wrote the book. Now (laughs) says because he's in ill health and he's near the end, he says it's time to clear the air and get it off his chest and tell the story. He feels like the world needs to know. But uh, Charles went on all the talk shows and everything like that. And uh, He he was doing it for all the wrong reasons. Exactly, he was. By the way, in case you're uh, curious, both men, um, when they called the police, they were they passed sobriety tests, they passed a polygraph polygraph tests, they passed a voice stress tests. Uh, the police uh, said there was no reason to suspect that they were not telling their truth. A little bit more. 
they put us back out at the same place we were, facing the water, and I was froze, you know, in one spot. And originally, I didn't want to talk about it no more, so Charlie just said, you know, play like you passed out in there, and you won't have to say nothing too much. So that's what I did. I kind of went along with that. When it took off, it didn't make hardly any noise at all. You just heard like a zipping noise. It was zip, zip. It's very believable. It was zip. How come they're all the same? Why is every account the same? Because maybe that's how the aliens operate. Or, Kevin, maybe think about that? or maybe this guy read somebody else's story and it was exactly the same. Look, 45 years later, he's breaking his silence and blowing the lid off of his abduction. I believe him and I can't wait for the book to come. And I think it I might don't think be, you believe him at all. I think it might be interesting, Kevin, to fight to, to prove how narrow minded you and Allie are. OK. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I'm, I'm alone I, on this one. I want to believe, and I uh-huh. do believe that, uh-huh. I mean, the truth is out there. I heard a great man <laughs> say that once. Right, right. I, w- I will say I totally believe, absolutely. Would his description of what happened lead me to click buy and buy that book? <laughs> Hell no. I don't want to read anything that dude wrote. So you don't doubt his story. No. You just think he's a poor messenger. I doubt oh, his yes. story as well. Kevin it's doubts his story. Okay. Yeah, so it's just, it's just Kevin. Oh, here's, what, here's what I want to do. I want to open up the phones. Now, we need to narrow this down because I don't think we're looking for people who just believe, oh, I think aliens are out there. I want right, to know. There's a difference between aliens are out there and they abducted this dude. I want to say, why don't you believe this guy? His story sounds very credible to me. Just because Does you've it? never seen it and just because it's never happened to you, why do you think he's lying? Why has he been lying about this for 45 years? Why did he wake up this year and say, I'm in poor health, I'm going to die, I'm going to write a book about it to get this off my chest and share my you knowledge? You think that with that the makes world? it true? I, I'm that saying supports it, the fact that it's true. I'm saying, why? What's the incentive for him to lie about it? This is a guy who's never wanted. Hey, to everybody, look at me. Didn't want to go on the talk shows. Huh. Let Charlie mm. take the hit for that. Yeah. I'm just saying, are there people out there who, like me, are willing to give this poor man who went through such an awful thing the benefit of the doubt? Uh, <laughs> why was it so awful? <laughs> Nothing because was he, awful about it. He just got probed a little, haven't we all? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You go numb. That's what he said. You went you just, numb. You just close your eyes and think of England, right? <laughs> all right. So 1-800-520-1067. Am I alone? Am I the only guy who sees this report and goes, yes, I believe you and I want to know more? Am I all by myself? I guess is, is what anyone else out there that dumb? That's your question. Oh. How dare <laughs> you, sir? One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. I'm looking for some bean support here. I, I don't ask you very often to come through for me, <laughs> but I need some. I, I want. I don't want to be alone on this one. Okay. I want to believe. Call me now. We'll talk to you next on K Rock. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Robert in Culver City. Morning, Robert, Robert, you're you're a true believer like me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so Kevin is poo-poo in Calvin Parker's account of being abducted 45 years ago down there in Florida. And I think it's largely just because of his Mississippi accent. Well, that's your guess. That's my guess. I think I also you think, think everybody else he sounds dumb. I, I also think everybody else that has this story uh, is lying as well. All right. Because it doesn't what, happen. What do you, what do you think, Robert? Okay, there's two ways I think this could have gone. Okay. A, they're telling the truth. I mean, 45 years later, why wouldn't they? Or B, they fell into a refrigerator and got it confused. I'm not sure. <laughs> right, so that's your support, Bean. <laughs> that's him. 
right. your people. I don't know that I need Robert on my side. Bean spent $26.99 on the book. Uh, twenty six fifty, please. Uh, you were robbed, dude. Why was I robbed? It's a true story about a guy who was abducted by aliens. Wait, what would have been acceptable for you, Allie? Nineteen ninety nine? No, I would say like twelve fifty, like a little paperback. <laughs> a pamphlet. Well, yeah. You haven't bought books a in a flyer. while. <laughs> uh, if you're just joining us, uh, Calvin Parker was nineteen back in nineteen seventy three when he and his friend were abducted by aliens. Or it was were a, they? It was a fishing trip that would turn out to be one they would never forget. Or was it? And Calvin is now telling his story. Or and I'm asking for some bean support at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Kevin automatically discounts the story. I say, why not believe it? It's the guy, dumb. The guy lived it. Now he didn't live anything. Now he's, this is why. This is why he's brave to come forward because oh. of naysayers like you. <laughs> Let's go to Danielle, my new girlfriend. Danielle on line one. She's in Los Angeles. She knows what's up. Hey, Danielle. Hey, what's up, guys? So you've heard Kevin poo-pooing Mr. Parker's account. I say, why not? Why not believe the man? What does he have? Why lie about it? What do you think? Exactly. You know, like, I get it. He's at the end of his life. Like, he wants to come forward and tell the truth. He's 64, by the way. But he's in very poor health. He's got a lot of health problems right now. So this is why he's getting it off his chest. Yeah, and you know what, like... Who doesn't do that? You know, we've seen that happen a lot where years later people come forward and they're they're speaking their truth. But you know what? Like, my grandmother has, has seen the aliens. So I believe it. All Go right. On. Go on. I'm interested. What did grandma see? Well, you know, every now and then grandma likes to whip out her stories like every every grandma does. Mm-hmm. Um, and You said stories, right? <laughs> but does she also like to whip out her whiskey and that's part of this? Oh no, no! Gra- Grandma's a grand, a grand lady. She okay, okay, all right. Yeah, but you know, every now and then she'll tell us like how you know, sixty years ago when she was you know growing up in New York and vacationing like on the lake, um, she would see like spheres in the sky, and at first they thought like maybe blimps or or planes or something, but then they came to realize no, it's got to be it's got to be aliens. Does it have no to other. be aliens just because you they, can't identify it? There's no other explanation. Like there were lights. No other explanation. Atmosphere. All right. Weird. Okay, Danielle, 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 Danielle. Look, I love you, so don't take this in the wrong way. <laughs> but there's a big difference between seeing lights in the sky that you can't identify, and that has happened throughout history, and actually seeing a, a craft land. Aliens come off of it and take you onto it and do experiments with you for 45 minutes and then let you back out. That's a that's a that's a close encounter with the first kind. I'm way more interested and intrigued by that story than just a mysterious light in the sky from grandma. All right, let me ask a question. Why is there no why is there zero scientific proof? Because the government is Zero. hiding it, oh, Kevin. the government's hiding Hello. it. Right. They don't want us to know what all the aliens know I and what see. they're actually doing walking amongst and us. And they don't want to admit there are other advanced beings out there. Sure. Amen, so, Danielle. And, Ca- and Calvin, by the way, like what was Calvin supposed to do? He was abducted, but he didn't have the opportunity to prove it. He didn't have the opportunity to save evidence. Mm-hmm. It's not like he wouldn't mm. want evidence, but right. what was he supposed to do? Steal something while he was on right. board? Right. He had no choice choice well you know what are you supposed to do in that situation you're in shock you know right like, how old was he at the time 19? he was 19, 19 yeah the year that's crazy he was paralyzed happened, you know? like we didn't have that technology <laughs> all right either. let me all right let me ask another question danielle and i both want to know kevin if this had happened to you <laughs> yeah. instead of calvin how would you prove it 
If it happened to you, how would you prove it? My question to you is why is there no scientific proof of any kind from anywhere on the earth? I'm asking you. I'm not saying how, why didn't he prove it? I'm saying why, if there was some scientific proof somewhere, maybe I would tend to go with this guy's story, but there isn't because there never has been. Kevin is all about science. Right? That's what we know about me. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Danielle, give good. give my best to Grandma. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in, okay? <laughs> All right. Me, you bet. Let's try uh, Matthew. We're Eric, still you, going? Eric, you yes. hang on. We are going to get you. Let's try Matthew, line four, please. He is from Ukaipa. He's up next on the Kevin DeBean Show. Hey, Matthew. Hey, how's it going? Good. All right, we don't have a good. lot of time, but what say you about Mr. Calvin Parker, 19, abducted by aliens? Now he's written a book about it, and I'm in. I side with the aliens. You side with the aliens. Okay, how come? Yes. There's too well, honestly, there's too much live footage, Mr. Scientific over there. There's live footage of various different spacecraft, craft, craft. What? And, uh, <laughs> sorry, I was trying to be facetious. Okay. But um, there, there's a lot of, um, my main reason that he wouldn't come forward is because anybody who comes forward is immediately met with, like, heresy and disdain Wait, in you, the public eye. Hold on. You just started with there's a lot of evidence of they exist. Yeah, and your and these... your proof that they exist is lights in the sky that we can't explain. Uh, no, I was just going off of footage that I've seen that was released on a... There's, like, this Netflix special called like, Unacknowledged, and it says all sorts of cool stuff. Is this well, Tom DeLong? <laughs> if it's on Netflix, well, it has to be true. All right, you're oh, not no, my not you're, you're not my team, Matthew. But thank you for calling. I appreciate. It. All right, final call. He wants to be your team, though. Let's make it Eric in Burbank, line three. I think he's going to settle this for all of us. Hey, Eric. Hey, guys. Hi. What's up, guys? How are you doing? We're good. good. Thank you. What do you have for us? So uh, I definitely know Bean is correct because I'm actually from Mars, and. Uh, <laughs> my buddy- my buddy's friend knows the guy that actually abducted Calvin. So oh, yeah? It's, it's a real thing, and it's actually a big thing. They're not happy the book's coming out at all. Oh, oh. interesting. Okay. okay. It's a whole, like, it's, expo- it's exposing a lot, a whole legal issue on the planet. I see. Uh-huh. Wow. And That's it makes sense that he's hiding it because it's embarrassing what that probe is, you know? Yeah, I, I imagine it would be. Now, d- why do the probes always have to be anal? If I if I may ask you as a Martian, why can you not find anything out by just checking out our throats or checking out, you know, other parts of our body or the mouth? Why does it always have to be our butt? Orify. Yeah. Well, the, Martian, the Martians are actually more advanced. We do the throats. We do other things now. Mm-hmm. We've grown past that. But other other planets, they, they the Blagojeviches that did this, <laughs> they, you know, they do. Wow. So, so Kevin, now you're going to dispute this guy isn't from Mars. Automatically, you discount his story too, right? This, this is making insanely good sense to me. (laughs) All right, Eric, go with go in peace. Thank you for calling. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Got time for one more look at what's happening with our friend Allie. We should be checking our passwords, you guys. Checking our passwords. Yeah, our usernames, our passwords. Because of that thing that you want to be a part of so bad, the dark web. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's a content security firm that came out with a study that said, oh, just a ton of our usernames and passwords are being sold on the dark web right now. Mm. 42 different streaming services, including Netflix, HBO, DirecTV, and Hulu. Whoa. Yeah. So maybe we switch our usernames and passwords. 
So now I have to change it from password 1234 to password 12345? Yes. Just add another number. No one will ever know. Okay. Absolutely. Can Omar keep uh, Big Pimpin' or whatever his was? <laughs> Big Daddy Pimper? Big Daddy wasn't Pimp. It? <laughs> Explain how that came up yesterday. Well, Omar was trying to think of a password that he would remember, so he had to make it ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And so he made a big daddy pimp, and then he had a problem with his computer, so the a- the IT guy came in there and he goes, what's your password? And he had to tell <laughs> the IT guy that it was big daddy pimp, which is I think awesome. it would be a funny phone topic one day to have people call in and tell us their passwords. Agreed. Be, and, a, and also and it's their, already user, on the dark also web, their so usernames, yeah. yes. You might as well. Just because I bet a lot of people pick ridiculous things that are funny to them, but yes. you never want to say out loud. Of course, because you want to pick the most absurd thing so you remember it. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Don't you always, wherever you are, kind of look at what the Wi-Fi is around you, like what oh, your sure. neighbors have? Sure, oh, sure. I always look at that yeah. and laugh. Mine is the best. You want to know my Wi-Fi? Sure. Alderaan places. Right. I mean, that's pretty strong. Yeah. That's pretty strong. Thank you. Thanks. My neighbor is like Doug's mom. F you. <laughs> right? Come on. She's not creative at all. No. Doug's going to hate you. Doug already hates her. Doug hates her. Yeah. It's already a thing. All right. Um, this is great news for Bean and anyone that loves goodness. Weird Al Yankovic tweeted this yesterday. The time has finally come. On August 27th at 11.30 a.m., I'll be getting my very own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. I sort of have a boner. Boners, kids love it. Not the, huh? Yep, sixty nine fourteen Hollywood Boulevard, right across the street from the Chinese Theater. The ceremony is free and open to the public, so come on down. How lovely! Right? Well deserved. Well deserved. Such a long a time man. ago. Seems like well deserved a long time ago. Yeah. I. Uh, He's a good dude. I appreciate any listener who thinks of us when they see things in the news. But I was surprised how many people thought I might miss that news yesterday. <laughs> I was surprised by the hundreds of people who wanted to be the first to tell me. That was very kind of them. Mm-hmm. It was very, very nice of them. And I and I kept thinking, do they think I don't follow Weird Al News? Or what do you suppose is happening here? I think they just saw it and they thought you'd like to know about it. And maybe uh-huh. you hadn't seen it yet and they're being nice. Uh-huh. I doubt any of them thought you'd take offense to it. Like, somehow you're just not aware of stuff. Like I said, I appreciate very much the listeners thought of me. That's the important thing. And it was very kind of them to reach out. But I was wondering, have I not? No, I'm not. I feel like. Do you hear a question mark in that chant? I feel like I've made my love for Weird Al pretty well known over the decades, and Mm -hmm. it was just a surprise that so many people. Thank you, everybody that thought about it and sent it to be. That's what he means. Heard about it? That's what he means. I mean, Holy I do have crap. the Google alert, and right. I have the chip in my brain that automatically, mm-hmm. you know, informs me anytime he has a thought. I mean, sure. I got it. I got it all pretty dialed in, so. right? Yeah, and we all know about chip in your brain, oh, right? Gosh. We heard about the dream. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring that up again, Chip. Yeah. Katy Perry is going to be joining the L.A. Philharmonic Orchestra on September 30th for a very special free show at the Hollywood Bowl. She's just one of several performers who will be sharing the stage with the orchestra at the legendary venue. The concert is the finale of Celebrate L.A. It's a one-day, eight-mile-long street festival in Los Angeles. Food, family activities, and performances by 1,800 musicians, artists, and dancers. Baby, you're a fan! 
hate Katy Perry. You go, girl. <laughs> so That's strong. You could be there. <laughs> we need it back, Bean. I know I say it every time I hear that clip, but we mm-hmm. need your part- podcast But that back. was the lowest point of the no, entire podcast. No, no don't be ridiculous. No. Okay. It was much lower. <laughs> hey, if I uh, if I interview our if I can find our guy who got yes. abducted by aliens, I might bring the podcast. Please back. do, even just for a one-off. Seriously, I might need to talk to him about being abducted. I'd like I to mean, talk to him on the air as well. I mean, he's got to be doing a, he's got to be doing a book tour with his book out now, right? Sure, must okay. must must get him. Must okay. get him. Deal. Do it. Kevin can tell him to his face that he's a liar. (laughs) I probably wouldn't do that to his face because he seems nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm not going to be a dick to him just because he's lying. As opposed to the cat con lady. (laughs) You're nothing but sweet, too. Thank you for noticing. No problem. (laughs) By the way, I warn everybody. Right. Before we book her, Mm -hmm. I can't be nice to her. Yeah. Wait, because she enjoys cats, that makes her somehow a bad person. Yes. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Wait, no. There are millions of very nice people who are cat owners. All right. Millions. They're all wrong, but it's okay. All right, moving along. We could all live, live together, Bean. Can we? Dogs, cats? Sure. Living together? Some birthdays for you. David Crosby, Magic Johnson, Halle Berry, Steve Martin, Marsha Gay Harden, Mila Kunis, and we've heard his acting. We've heard his interview skills, but have we heard him rap? His palms are sweaty. Knees weak, arms are wetty. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps far forgetting what he wrote down. The whole world, girls go loud. He opens his mouth, but the words come out. He's choking how everybody's joking. The world's third time's over. Wow! I mean, DJ Omar Khan is a DJ miracle. DJ Omar Khan. What about, uh, can he do a little R&B? Up in the club, we just broke up. I'm doing my own little thing. You decided to dip, but now you want to trip. Cause another brother's done as me. I'm up on him, he up on me. Don't pay him any attention. Cause I cried my tears for three good years. You can't be mad at me. DJ Omar Khan. What about some bass? I'm bringing booty back. Go ahead and telling them skinny bitches that. No, I'm just playing. I know you think you're fat, but I'm here to tell you every inch of you is perfect from the bottom to the top. What is happening? DJ Omar Khan. That was something. Happy birthday, DJ Omar Khan. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Ali, and your drive home today. Listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. John M. Chu, the director of Crazy Rich Asians, will be joining us in studio. Very excited about that. Uh, your friend hurt you badly on accident. Going to take your phone calls. And we've got more tickets for Panic at the Disco at Staples Center and in Las Vegas. We'll see you tomorrow. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock KROQ. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.